episode of This Week in IPNO. We are, of course, live from the table in my kitchen. We have a very special guest. We have Mary O'Dowd, who is the Executive Director of Health Systems and Population Health Integration at Rutgers University, also the host of the On the Pandemic podcast. Mary, thank you for, uh, for, for joining us and for Hi. colliding worlds. Yeah, it's a podcast collaboration. <laughs> yeah. So on that note, you know, you're the host of the, of the On the Pandemic podcast. Um, can you kind of give us and, and, and everyone listening like a little bit of a history of, of, of how that started, like where the inspiration for came from and, and kind of how you got started? Sure. So uh, by way of background, I've been working with um, Vicente Gracias and Brian Strum since the beginning of the pandemic back in, um, I guess it was January of 2020, right? Um, And we started our very first meetings with actually the international programs because as the pandemic was starting to um, show its face in other countries, it was affecting the Rutgers International campuses before it came, you know, and affected us here in um, New Jersey and in the United States. And so we started doing a series of meetings to sort of think through all of those issues. And then of course this, um, you know, turned into something that was a response for the United States. Um, and we, I continued to participate as Vince and Brian took um, significant leadership roles in the Rutgers Emergency Command Center and response activities. And so I continue to support them in their activities. And so I've been involved from the beginning. And then most recently, well, in addition, back in March um, of 2020, the Commissioner of Health put together a um, a advisory committee and I was asked to be part of that. So I've been working with the health department here in New Jersey, because I'm a former health commissioner, I think they look to me Um, as a potential resource. And so working with them, as well as a number of other Rutgers colleagues and, um, you know, public health and healthcare leaders across the state, advising the Department of Health as they've gone through this pandemic. And as we were approaching the end of last calendar year, there was the anticipation of the new vaccines coming on board and a request from the health department to really think about how we all as members of this advisory committee could help in communicating and sharing information and knowledge about the vaccines. Um, That coincided with my looking at some advertisements for podcasts on a variety of population health issues, which is my area of interest when I'm not working on COVID, although I do believe COVID is a population health issue. And I had suggested to Vince that this was something that we might consider doing in the scope of population health work. And then after a series of conversations with Vicente and Brian and the communications, it's all sort of turned around on me. And uh, it was suggested that I host (laughs) the On the Pandemic podcast. And so um, my first uh, my first episode, I interviewed Dr. Eddie Bresnitz from the health department and um, on vaccine issues. And he and I had worked together when I was at the health department um, back in 2008. And um, it was informative and um, you know, a lot of people listened to it. I think it's a lot of um, information that people wanna understand more about. 
And that podcast was only the second one I'd ever listened to. So it's a whole new journey for me and a learning opportunity on how to do this kind of work. But I think it's important and um, helpful right now. Yeah, we, um, so, I mean, you know, everybody sees the podcast, but there's so much that goes into it, sort of the preparation and, and the scheduling and all that. We're just, I was kind of wondering, like, what kind of roadblocks you've encountered uh, in putting together this podcast? Well, I think one of the routine challenges is that we are always looking to figure out what exactly we should be talking about. So what's the content? And then who is the person to talk to about it? Who's the expert? And right. luckily Rutgers is you know, full of experts. And we've been, as a university, very active in the research and innovation, and even just historically, some of the issues that would feed into knowing about how to deal with and research COVID-19. Um, so we have a lot of people here um, at Rutgers to choose from, but then it, the, the challenge is, well, which one do you do first, right? And so it's a lot of work to do the research. Um, I like to be pretty informed going into the podcast. So trying to read the research that the individuals are putting on, I'm putting out on COVID-19. I also am, you know, daily looking at what CDC is putting out and the state health department, trying to stay informed and then trying to time the scheduling pieces with the content. So um, if a new vaccine is coming out, trying to time it that it's actually been you know, approved for use um, under an emergency use authorization with the time when you're doing the podcast. So it's relevant and the timing is right. Um, and then also I think trying to broaden it beyond some of the just the regular hot topics. So a lot of interest on vaccine, but when you think about the pandemic and you think about it from a population health perspective, there are so many broader implications to individuals and society. So trying to take on some of those issues, like uh, the next one we're working on is kids, uh, school and COVID. So, you know, asking questions that a lot of parents are asking about, has this been a lost year of education? So trying to delve into that. And, and some of that is outside my expertise. So the challenge is trying to find the right person um, to have that conversation with. But of course, Rutgers has a whole school of education. And so there are um, a lot of our experts out there that we'll be able to tap into for having conversations like that. Right. I think I think in the beginning for us, we were having a, you know, because it was new to everybody, not just us. Um, you know, I, th I think it was more difficult to get the guests on and we had to kind of figure out and do a lot of outreach. And as we went on more and more in the pro in the process, people started reaching out to us and letting us know that they have things to say. So it, it really kind of evolved from the beginning. I'm sure you experienced something similar. Yeah. Yeah. And I think. Um that has happened. I'm also interested from you guys in terms of, you know, what topics do you think I should be covering? You know, some of the topics that I have, that have been suggested to me as more, um, more content around mental health and behavioral health issues. And we, we did do one episode on that. Another one was the perspective of our students, our undergrad students. So we've been talking from the perspective of, you know, the administration or, um, researchers, but, you know, students are going through this and have a very different and unique perspective. And yeah. so these are some of the topics, but it's hard to know your audience um, in the world of podcast, uh, I guess, you know, so we have some data, but it's limited. And so it's hard to know what do people really want to hear. And, um, and at least in my podcast, there isn't an opportunity for 
dialogue with our listeners. And so that's another challenge, I think, that we're, we're still trying to figure out. Mm-hmm. I think um, in terms of, of, of topics for, um, for your show, I know that you kind of like have, have covered uh, vaccines and, and, and stuff a lot in that, in that first episode too, but I think maybe now that uh, Rutgers is like becoming a site for, um, a site for the vaccines, something about like how, how that works for um, members of like the Rutgers community. Like I know that they send emails and stuff, but sometimes it's kind of confusing about like, where do I even sign up or where do I go? Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah I'm sorry, go. No, go ahead, keep going. Oh, and then uh, another thing I was thinking of is along with vaccines, I think, I think the vaccine episode that you did was uh, at, at least the first one was around like in January when it was, um, you know, only like X amount of people are allowed to go get it. I, w- I would be kind of curious as to like how that like supply chain has changed from now, like how that logistically has has had to evolve from it being like, okay, only this small group of people to get can get it to now like, okay, everyone can get it. You know, it was probably like a huge <laughs> change for the, for the people involved there. So I would be kind of curious to see how someone involved in the day-to-day operations of that, uh, you know, had to handle it. Yeah, that's interesting. I should, um, both of those are good ideas. I think that then the timing comes into it, right? So, um, you know, Rutgers is uh, working towards providing the vaccine, but as of today, and things change on a dime, but um, as of today, the Department of Health hasn't yet given the uh, Rutgers sites a supply of vaccine. And I know that, you know, it is a delicate balance, which gets into your second um, idea of a, of a podcast, because, you know, there are many um, large mega sites and hospital-based sites that are, or hospital-supported sites that are um, open to the public. And so they generate a lot. Some of them do a thousand vaccines a day or more. And so, uh, unfortunately, they all don't have enough vaccine to meet the demand of people scheduling. So the department's trying to balance bringing new sites on board that might have a lower throughput um, or a lower number of uh, vaccines provided per day with the fact that these large sites are still um, experiencing large demand. And I think it's going to be very interesting to watch over the course of the next um, few weeks and months as demand goes down and supply continues to increase, then how does that yet change again? Um, And I know, for example, there are physician offices, which will have a much smaller throughput because they'll be focused on just their own patients as they come in. Um, But some of them are interested in providing the vaccine as well when, when we get to the point where there's enough supply. So a lot of these decisions are difficult to make um, because you reach different populations with each type of a site. And so, but I think you're right. That would be a good um, conversation to have with maybe someone from the health department. Mm -hmm. I think also the, uh, you know, now that Rutgers has has, um, went out and said that students will have to be vaccinated in the fall when they return, I think think that's a conversation that people really are interested in. What, What was the logic behind that decision? And uh, you know, what are the ramifications of it going forward? Yeah, and that that has many different perspectives, too. Um, and I know a lot of people have questions about that. So I think I yeah. think those are some topics that I think your podcast and ours are going to have to wrestle Deal with, with in the next right? Yeah. yeah. 
the vaccine mandate is um, one that a lot of people are wrestling with. I saw several schools follow suit with Rutgers of Notre Dame, I think, and Duke perhaps this past week saying that they were gonna do something similar. Um, and I know there are a lot of um, strongly held opinions on both sides of that yeah. topic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's part of the that's part of the challenge of doing a podcast is is the fact that you know you have to kind of remain, you know, some you have your own opinion, but you you want you wanted to you want to be able to have guests to come on and sort of explain their perspective without completely you know imposing your own on them. So yeah, I have to be honest. I often am voicing my own opinion, but I put it out there as as it is mine. <laughs> <It's> not, <laughs> yeah, I said I said you have to try. <laughs> As long as you're clear that you're putting out your opinion, I think it's fair. <laughs> yeah. Um, backtracking a little bit, uh, you were talking about how like Rutgers has this kind of, you know, all this great guests and, and, and all these like knowledgeable people who, you know, can provide like unique perspectives. So I know that on our show, we've had um, a lot of people that I've talked to that after I was like, that person's a genius or like, you know, like, <laughs> or, or, or they just have kind of like opened up some sort of new way of thinking for me. So I'm curious to see like, what are some of the best insights that you've gotten from your guests that, uh, that you've had on? Well, you know, I really enjoyed um, interviewing the commissioner of health, Judy Persichelli, um, you know, having sat in her seat um, and worked with her for over the you know, past year on this, hearing her perspective on some of the things that haven't been out in the public as much, I think that was um, very interesting and insightful um, because so much of the information that comes to the health department never makes it out into the media. So it was an opportunity for her to really speak her own mind. Um, And I also thought that um, one of the episodes on mental health and how to build resiliency for yourself um, and for your family, uh, that was really, I, I thought, a helpful episode as well. And just hearing some of the statistics that, you know, in some groups of our population, over half of people are saying they're feeling depressed now is really shocking um, and speaks to the toll that we've had in terms of the social and emotional impacts of being isolated and and also all of the issues that, you know, our routines are are broken. We're not able to go to school. We're not able to socialize with friends. And and many people have gotten COVID or had family members who have gotten it, um, who have been sick and died. And and also people who have died from other illnesses like they normally would, but we haven't been able to, you know, mourn their loss, you know, in the ways that we would normally do. And so Thinking about that with experts um, was really, I thought, insightful and helpful um, to me. And I just, you know, every episode I've had um, a moment of, wow, that's really thoughtful or that's really interesting or I'm going to remember that one. And so I think that it's been, um, each one has been really interesting. One that um, comes to mind is when I was talking to Emily Barrett, who is a researcher at the School of Public Health. And she was talking about how her husband was running a COVID um, clinic in the hospital and and coming home and they had like tape down the center of their house so that they could isolate because this was really early on and they didn't know. And she has kids at home. And so, you know, really getting that perspective of how this pandemic has impacted 
us all very differently, um, but some of us a little bit more in our own homes, you know, and, um, and then I think, you know, some of the interesting research and um, strategies on improving vaccination rates and thinking about that differently. Um, Bob Atkins from the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation and the School of Nursing down in Camden is working with barbers to engage in a community conversation about, you know, yeah, I got my vaccine and I think you should, you know, at least think about it, you know, and having that community discussion about um, promoting vaccines because, you know, there's a lot of concern and hesitancy in particular in particular individual populations. And so trying to figure out how to like crack that nut, right? And um, engage in these conversations with trusted sources. So each one of the podcasts has been interesting for me, but I'm a little bit of a public health geek, so. <laughs> so as we've, uh... As we've done our podcast, um, it's kind of evolved in the beginning very much, uh, you know, about how our lives have changed from COVID. Um, and then as, it, as it's progressed more and more, there's been obviously, you know, changes to the situation. And we, we've kind of pivoted away from the work at home aspect of our show to more of like a, what's going on in the division kind of a thing. I'm wondering uh, whether or not you have any plans for post post-pandemic for the podcast, um, what, what what's that look like when it's over? Will you continue to do a podcast? Well, since I've been here at Rutgers, um, the world has shifted underneath my feet at least 25 times. Um, and so I was here before there was Rutgers Health and I was here for the launch of Rutgers Health and then the, the change in terms of our relationship with our health systems. So I've learned to be nimble and um, to be flexible. And I think, you know, it's hard to say when the pandemic is gonna be over. One of the things I learned from working at the health department during Superstorm Sandy and Hurricane Irene and uh, the Ebola, um, West African Ebola epidemic was that the event takes a certain amount of time, but then the recovery afterwards usually takes years. And so the question I think for the podcast is, are people still interested in listening? And, we'll, and and what topics are we covering? Are we talking about recovery and building resiliency? And how should we reframe our education system or our healthcare system so that it's more prepared for a future pandemic? Right. Um, because this is not the first pandemic. You know, uh, the H1N1 flu, while a much less severe illness, was a pandemic. And I was at the health department at the time. And so I think that there will be lessons learned from this and Rutgers researchers looking into them and making um, well, making suggestions through policy potentially about how we can think about that. And so I think there's a place for those conversations um, and I'd be happy to host those in the, on the podcast, but no decisions have been made yet because I think a lot of it will depend on, um, do we still have listeners and um, are is there content that we want to continue to put out there. And so we'll take it one day at a time. Okay, awesome. Well, I think that does it for this episode. Mary, thank you for, uh, for, for coming on, for, for talking to us about, uh, about the podcast. And uh, yeah, so if there's uh, any last word you'd like to say, we'll, uh, we'll give you the chance now. Thanks for having me. And um, thanks for listening to the podcast. And let me know if there's any topics that uh, you think I should cover as we go forward. Thank Sounds you, good. Thanks everyone for listening.